Wow, 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 wow. Every time I see the Yoshi Story video game in the collection, I cannot not sing the theme song to that game. It is so freaking cute. Although Yoshi's Island is, I think, a far superior game. Get at me, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Welcome back to Heine House Live, episode 27, I believe. Is it 27? I think it's 27. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Heine House Live, a podcast about the exciting and ever-changing world of gaming and, and technology. technology. Heine House Live is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you, you listen, listen to podcasts. podcasts. For all other info, including <laughs> links to our community discord, live video feed, episode archive, and a whole host, host of other great entertainment, please visit honeyhouse.com. <laughs> yes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hello. Welcome back to Heine House Live, the podcast about retro and modern gaming, technology, and whatever else happens in between. Usually a good story or two. Thanks for tuning in and joining me. I hope you've had a great week, and I hope that the next week is even more fantastic. And I hope that I can help help you kill a little bit of time and maybe have a little giggle, a little chuckle, and a little laughsy. Uh, of course, HeineHouse.com is a website. I'd like to get that right out of the way in the beginning so that you know where to go and take part of the sh with the show. Um, you can also send me a voicemail. You can send me a message. You know, maybe you want to tell me a story. Maybe you want to say something to me. Maybe you have a question. I would love to answer it. I do it right here live on the show. Area code 503-908-5490 is the phone number where you can call. You don't even have to talk to me. You just call the number and it's... It, you just leave a voicemail. That's it. You just don't even have to talk to me. It's great. I mean, it's the, the, the perfect setup. It's great. 503-908-5490. Of course, the show is 100% supported by your pledges on Patreon. Give it up for all of the lovely people you see here on your screen. Patreon.com slash Jason The reason the show is happening right now is because of all these lovely People. So thank you so much for your support. It means so much uh, and it's greatly appreciated. Uh, I hope you all have enjoyed the Heine House after party show that happened last week. It was an hour and 45 minutes of me talking about my history and stories with eBay. I showed pictures. I showed real items in real life that I had here. Some of my really cool, crazy buys. Some of my uh, most... Um, Rare, rarest items in my collection uh, and also talked about some of the biggest regrets I have on eBay of uh, stuff I've sold. It was a really great episode and again it was the first one and it was a ton of fun to do and if you want to hear it that and all of the others as soon as they get released we're going to do them one, one to two a month is what's going to happen. It's on Patreon only. It's exclusive to Patreon supporters. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine. You can get in there. Five bucks a month is all it takes. How about that? And you help support me and my cause. Really appreciate that. Uh, thank you, Andrew Advent. Andrew, thank you, sir. He upped his pledge to get down on that. My man right there. 
So feel free to take a look. Take me with you in your car too. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. Just ask it to play the most recent episode of Heine House Live. It will do so. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please give me a sub, maybe a like, and maybe a share. Oh, and I got to tell you to hit that bell icon. Do I have a bell? I do. I have a dingwoo. There it is. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it sounds like when you hit the bell. I wish it did. Man, how can I code that? And of course, if you're listening on any of the podcast apps, please feel free to give it a rating and a review. I'd really appreciate that. It helps me in the trending. Heinyhouse.com. We're going to jump right into the episode. I've got some gaming. I've got some tech news. I've got some random and, of course, tons of food talk. Why does it always come back to food? Because it comes back to food always. And to start us off, Pizza Hut introduces Cheez-It stuffed pizza. What, Tim? Really? So, yeah, you kind of had me triggered when you said um, Cheez-Its and pizza. I mean, I love Cheez-Its. I love pizza. Um, yeah, so we went out, Steph and I went out, we actually bought this, we tried it out, and, uh, first of all, it's not pizza, it's like Mott sticks covered in, like, a soft cheese it sort of crust, not so much flaky, just kind of soft, I would say, um, it's like the stuffed, it's like the cheese in the stuffed crust pizza, but in a soft cheese it that makes sense. It comes with a side of marinara for dipping. And we, we enjoyed them, although we both agree that we probably wouldn't order it again. Wasn't something that was like so amazing we had to have another time. But hey, good on you, Pizza Hut, for throwing down and doing that sort of thing. Um, what's up with Taco Bell, too, man? I'm going to get some flack for this. And it's okay because, you know, I don't think it's our fault. I don't think it's our fault. Steph's right here. She's sitting right across from me. She's... She's looking at me like, oh, my God, are you really going to say that? I'm going to go in. I'm going to say it because you know what? Honesty is the best policy. So we tried the new cheesy cheddar chalupa. We went out. We tried it. All my friends are texting me. All my friends are sending me messages. I'm getting screenshots. I'm getting pictures of faces of like eating the food. And they're all saying, it's amazing. You got to go get like 20 of them. And I'm like, bruh, I'm on it. Let's go. So we go get them. We come home, we unwrap it, I'm smiles, she's all smiles, we're happy. We take our first bite. Stop it, get some help. We were like, what the fuck is wrong with this picture? First of all, our chalupa shells were, they weren't very good. It just wasn't very good. And I don't know what happened. I think it was our Taco Bell. I'm gonna chalk it up to our Taco Bell, fucked them up because they were almost stale. They were really hard to bite through. They were tough. There wasn't good cheddar flavor on the chalupa shells. And overall, it was just not very good. It tasted like a hard, stale chalupa, straight up. And I'm like, what? So we have to go back. And we we both agreed. Maybe it's just the, the Taco Bell. Maybe it was just the time of the night. Maybe something was wrong. Let's give it another shot. So we're going to go back and give it another shot. But we did not like them at all. I would... I was eating it like almost crying, saying, this is not good. Why am I eating this? It was terrible. What's up with that, Taco Bell? Get your shit together, huh? Stop it. Get some help. Stop it. Get some help. I don't know. Something happened with ours, but we'll, we'll try it again. We'll give you another review. Um, you know, Halloween is right around the corner. 
I know it's a little early for Halloween talk and we're going to have fun community Halloween events. We're going to be talking about Halloween games and all sorts of fun stuff in October. Cannot wait. It's a little early. However, it's never too early to start planning your Halloween costume. Yes. What are you going to be for Halloween? I can't wait to show you what I'm going to be. It's going to be excellent. However, Stephanie, I hope she's planning on, uh, you know, thinking about becoming a uh, Mr. Rogers, uh, <laughs> a uh, nicest neighbor. I'm trying to see my notes. Nicest neighbor website, Yandy.com known for its ultra sexy lingerie and Halloween costumes has released a Mr. Rogers inspired Halloween costume. This is no joke. It's called nicest neighbor. It is a um, much tighter and uh, shorter female version. It has a crop top. A nice tie and hot pants to complete the look. Uh, yeah, I have to show you guys. Why would I not? Nicest neighbor. Wow. Yep. Won't you be my neighbor? That gets a ding woo. <laughs> Yep. So that right there, folks, if you're planning on, uh, you know, dressing up for Halloween, it might be a good time to think about becoming the nicest neighbor. I was really excited when I saw that I was very inspired so much. In fact, I decided to show you all what I'm going to be this year for Halloween. Are you ready to see it? Are you excited? I cannot wait to dress up as this. I've been actually trying to put this together for a super long time. And I finally figured it out. I mean, of all things, what could I, what could I be? What would be the best? Should I be Duke? I could be Duke. Shake it, baby. Shake it, baby. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. I could be Duke, right? I've got the voice for it. I mean, you know, it could be a dad bod Duke. I, I mean, you know, whatever. But nope, it's going to be this Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah, look at him. That's going to be me. I hope you guys are ready. I'm going to do the whole Halloween podcast episode in costume. Just like that. Can't wait to lose all my listeners. <laughs> Shit. Where's the drum roll? Where is it? I got one. There it is. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but that does pose a good question. Not that I want to ask it yet, because we're going to talk about it on a later Halloween episode. But are you planning on um, doing something fun for Halloween? Is Are you going to be doing a party? Are you going to be dressing up? Start thinking about that. We'll be talking about it in Discord. What happened with Area 51? Do you guys remember this shit? Area 51, they were going to storm Area 51. People were being fucking stupid. Stop it. Get some help. Stop it. Get some help. Don't be doing that. First of all, you want to stay out of there. That shit is dangerous, man. You go on there, you go on that property. First of all, you're getting arrested. You're getting, I mean, like, who knows what's going on out there? Like, they take it super serious, man. There All kinds of stuff's going on out there. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say aliens, but aliens. All right. So people were trying to storm Area 51. You may remember this. This was... I don't know, a couple months ago, it was a started as a joke, but it was this massive fucking Facebook event. <coughs> oh God, I almost joked thinking about it. 
uh, it was a Facebook event, and how many people RSVP'd? Two million people RSVP'd to this. All right, so it was blowing up. People were talking about it on the news. It was all over the place. What happened? Are you guys, <laughs> are you guys ready for this? One hundred and fifty people showed up. <laughs> In costume, most of them in costume, alien costumes and whatnot. Um, according to an article I was reading, about 75 approached the gates. All right. Bunch of dummies. Two people were detained, evidently. And and since I wrote this, which was two days ago, I already saw another article today talking about there were two other people detained or arrested for doing something like getting under the gates, like two people from Sweden or something. They got under the gates and were running in and got arrested. So there was at least four people that we know of that got detained. So two people got under the gates and were running in. Sounds, sounds like a great idea. Sounds dumb. They got arrested. And then the two other people who got detained, one, one got caught trying to go under the gate. So almost got under the gate. And the other one got arrested for peeing in public, which basically is like, we're out here in the middle of the desert. Uh, we didn't really think about this, but we don't have a uh, cup. We don't have a, uh, a honey bucket. There's no uh, quick trip. There's no Circle K. There's no uh, Chevron. We can just pull in and maybe take a piss. So I'm going to go pee in the desert, and they detain that guy for peeing in public. Ridiculous. Stop it. Stop it. Get some, Get help. some fucking help. Ridiculous. That was so funny. Two million people RSVP'd. 150 people showed up. Can you imagine that? It's like the worst gig ever. It's like my worst nightmare. Um... Hey, last last bit of food here before we move on from some of this random news. Krispy Kreme coffee filled donut. What? What? Oh, just round of applause for this. Lord have mercy. Krispy Kreme is launching their original coffee filled cream donut on Monday, September 23rd. Holy shit. That's today. Steph, what are we doing here? Why am I even recording this podcast? Let's go. Get the fuck out of here. Go get it. Evidently, that was their original donut, a coffee cream filled donut. That, that's like two of the greatest things put together in one. Why don't, yeah, why don't more people do this? Are they really the only ones? Like, we, we, need, we need way more information on this. This is, this is crazy. Coffee cream. Oh, I got a picture. I'm just staring at it. I'm just so fucking hungry look at this thing i'm staring at it oh coffee cream coffee cream look at it damn that looks good hey bobby my little buddy's down here he heard donuts he's like what's going on uh yeah can we have that please i'd eat the shit out of it literally uh, yeah. So that's it for some random news. Hey, are you guys ready for this week in gaming history? The uh, section of the show here, the segment where we take the week, the week that this podcast is out, we talk about all the games that came out in history on these dates. September 22nd through September 20. Had some heavy hitters. I don't know that we can compete with last week's because we had three console releases and uh, it was a pretty big one. But I will say we do have one massive console release and that's right here. 
You're probably wondering, you're like, why is that N64 just sitting there, Jason? They haven't even mentioned it. Jason, why are you wearing an N64 t-shirt, bruh? Why, why? And why is there an N64 sign up there, Jason, bruh? Well, it's because the N64's birthday is this week. There it is. All right. September 22nd, though, in 2008, Kirby Superstar Ultra on DS was released. And 2011, Dark Souls on PS3 in Japan was released. And 2017, Pokémon Tournament on Switch in Japan. Whatever happened to that game? Pokémon? Is it Pokémon or Pokémon? I always like a good Pokémon. What's wrong with you? I always like a good Pokémon. I always uh, well, what did the Nintendo Direct say? I thought they said Pokémon. They said Pokémon Tournament. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. P- Pokin, Pokin. What is it? Let it get in Discord. Let us know how how fucked up I just butchered that name. I would love to know. It's okay. I've never played it. I mean, it's not. Pokemon. It's not oh, what's well, Poke? Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, you're right. So it's it's Poke. Pokey. Everyone loves a good Pokemans. Uh, anyway, but what happened to that game? Like no one plays it. I don't know what happened to it. I thought that was gonna be a big one. Uh, Let's move on to the next day. September 23rd in 1993, Sonic CD on Sega CD in Japan was released. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. (laughs) 2002, Star Fox Adventures on GameCube was released. Oh, 2008, Buzz TV Quiz. Remember that game show? That was on PS3. I have this on PS2. And I'll be honest, it is a ton of fun. It's super casual, but it's a blast. You have those little handheld remotes with like the little buzzer on the top. And then you have like four colors on it, red, green, blue, yellow. And you like it's multiplayer. Four people can play and you hook them in. Actually, no, you can have up to eight. I believe if you plug in two, one in controller port one, one in controller port two. And it has like it, it basically like wise out to like four per plug. So you can have eight people play. And you all buzz in and whoever gets it first can answer with the question. Dude, it's honestly, it sounds dumb, but it is a ton of fun. I really, really like Buzz TV quiz. Uh, 2010 Darksiders on PC. On September 23rd. Lastly, on September 23rd in 2016, Forza Horizon 3 on Xbox One. I love that game. However, I played it for a while. And I don't know why I just something was something was weird with it. something with the handling. I don't know what was wrong. It may have just been me. I don't know. It was weird. Something's wrong with me. Get some help. Move on to the next day. September 24th in 2008. Duke Nukem 3D on Xbox 360 was released. How about that? I remember when that came out and I remember being extremely excited and like the co-op and oh, so good. Honestly, so good. Uh, in 2000, Metal Gear Solid on PC was released. 2001, Silent Hill 2 on PS2 was released. And the last one on uh, September 24th in 2007, Skate on PS3. Remember that one? It was pretty popular for a while. All the Tony Hawk heads were rolling in there. I just remember it was sold with that really shitty gimmick, that gimmicky like skateboard thing. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. 
Terrible. Uh? Move on to the next day. September 25th in 2007, Halo 3 on Xbox 360. 2008, a year later, Wipeout HD on PS3 was released. Great game. 2012, Dead or Alive 5 on PS3 and 360. Yes, yes. 2012, Final Fantasy 3 on PSP. And... In 2015, Animal Droppings, Happy Home Designer on 3DS on September 25th. Yes, a little Animal Droppings for you there. Move on to the next day, September 26th in 1996. Ladies and gentlemen, the Nintendo 64. <laughs> Happy birthday. We're celebrating 23 years of this amazing console. And I think... Out of all the consoles released, yeah, I mean, I would, I honestly, I would go as far to say is this is the console that I find in the community that you either truly love or you truly hate. And there's really no in between. You don't really find a lot of people who are sitting there saying, yeah, it's, I mean, it's all right. I mean, honestly, you got people that are like, yeah, it's, I love it. It's great. Or you have people that are just truly like, no, that console was a failure. I hate it. I hate the games. I hate the controller. I hate everything about it. I hate the graphics. I like they just go in. So, yeah, for me personally, I like it. I enjoy it. Now, granted, it's not honestly like it's not as good as, say, a Super Nintendo or, you know, some other consoles that Nintendo has done in the past, but it has great games. Uh, the small amount that they have it doesn't have a huge library. I think the controller is fantastic. And I'm going to go on record and say that the analog control was mind blowing. And it was really um, it made a, it was a staple in gaming. And they were one of the first to really do analog control and make th full 3D environment where you for you to go run around and explore in like Mario 64 and just tons and tons of others. So you got to hand it to Nintendo now. Yeah, a little three prong thing. It was weird. I totally weird. I know I get it, but it worked. It worked. And Hey, it didn't hurt anybody. You know, it was awkward a whole little bit, but it was still fun. And I really enjoyed it. So here we are. Happy birthday, Nintendo 64. And of course, being that we have two other games that were released with the console in 1996, same day, Super Mario 64 and Pilot Wing 64. Think about this for a moment. This console was released this day, 23 years ago, with only two games insane go back and read the reviews of this console go 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 read what people were saying about it it was unbelievable people loved this console when it came out they really did it was mind-blowing the, the graphics everything about it looked so good the full running around with mario in 3d world unbelievable pilot wings yes it's the tech demo yes I, we know that but it was so fun to just fly around and play in that world. It was it was really, really good for the time. And we love it. And we celebrate it today. 2012. Castle Crashers on PC. Was released September 26th. And lastly, in 2014, Hyrule Warriors on Wii U. Was released. That is a game that we could never get running on our Wii U. We had a really weird issue. We bought a copy of Hyrule Warriors. Put it in our Wii U. She'd get to like the first level, like the end of the first level, the console would then just freeze, lock up. There's an error reading your disc. Like, please clean the disc, it say. 
take it out, look at it. The disc is perfect. Put it back in, won't read. Start up a new game, same thing happens over and over. We even sold that copy. We sold that shit back. We bought another copy, brought it home, same thing happened. So we're like, our Wii U has to be fucked up or something is weird with it. So weird. That's all in the past now because Stephanie now has the game on Switch. So she can play it. So that's great. But how weird, right? I've never seen anything like that. Um, we got two more days here. September 27th and 2000 Dragon Warrior 1 and 2 on Game Boy Color. 2002 Street Fighter Alpha 3 Game Boy Advance in Japan. 2011 Castlevania Harmony of Despair on PS3. And the final day here, September 28th and 1990 Mega Man 3 Rockman on NES in Japan. 1998 Pokken Red and Blue version. <laughs> Pokken Man. Pokemon Red and Blue version on Game Boy. 2010 Dead Rising 2 on PS3 and 360. 2011 Legend of Zelda Four Swords Anniversary Edition on DS. That's a long ass name. And finally, on September 28th in 2018, a year ago, Forza Horizon 4 on Xbox One. It came out October 2nd, just a few days later for PC, which I picked up and was there day one. Great game. Lovely game. Actually, one of the greatest arcade racing games I've played in many, many years. Hands down. Ladies and gentlemen, that was This Week in Gaming History. Thank you. Talk about some gaming news. We got some gaming stuff going on. Borderlands 3 performance issues. And I just read an article today, actually, that this is 2K's most sold game ever. Borderlands 3. They have sold the most games in the shortest amount of time. Borderlands 3. And what an achievement. And uh, I hear the game is amazing. I haven't played it yet. A lot of people are really enjoying it. However... We have a lot of performance issues. And I almost feel like this is this is kind of commonplace. I mean, in, in today's landscape, like this is how this is kind of how launching a game works. Not so much on console, it's a little bit more fleshed out on the console. On PC, there always seems to be issues, more issues at the beginning. And I think that's because they don't spend as much time on the PC ports for whatever fucking reason. I still don't understand it. You develop it on a PC, the PC port should be rock solid, but more energy gets put into the console. Uh, at launch, um, I think because they feel like they could patch more on PC, like more often, it's easier to do. I don't, I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. PC players are unhappy with frame rate inconsistencies, performance issues, and connectivity issues on day one. Welcome to how games are released in 2019 and so on. I hope they get, I, I'm sure they'll get a resolve. I hope they get a resolve. They will get a resolve. It's just a matter of time. So hang in there, folks. Um, GameStop in Pryor Plaza, Oklahoma leaked the new store layout. It was actually on Facebook, a Facebook live. I don't have a picture of it, but it was a video and, uh, you can look this up if you go to, um, Facebook or just go to Google and just type it in Pryor Plaza, P-R-Y-O-R, Pryor Plaza in Oklahoma. They did a, like a, like a Facebook live. It's about five minutes long of just like showing this new GameStop layout. And to be honest, I think I thought it looked really good. Um, I'm not sure if they were supposed to share this or not. I'm not, honestly, I do not know. I don't know what the rules are, but uh, they went ahead anyway. Uh, again, it was a Facebook live thing. It has like a, a nice sleek fake gray kind of wood floor looking. 
uh, walls, similar color. Um, it's kind of a more open floor plan from what it looks like. And they have a couple of sitting areas, one in the front for modern consoles. They have a retro room in the back with four. This this store had four CRTs with retro consoles. I saw a Dreamcast, N64. I thought I saw Genesis hooked up back there. Um, they had a large table in the middle for eight chairs for tabletop or handheld gaming or whatever have you. Um, and they also had this kind of large, this large touchscreen. It's way bigger than like a tablet, but smaller than like a laptop. But it's just, it's, it's like a, you know, that, that big, that big or so uh, on the wall, this big tablet to where you could go in and order from GameStop.com, like ship from store to home or online to home, that type of thing. You could look stuff up right there, which is pretty cool. And honestly, I mean, it looks cool. They're trying to make it more of like a hangout, more of more of like a social gathering place. And and I like that. I like that. I, Dude, I mean, you guys know me and you know my history. I'm the game stopper. I mean, I am the one that has gone hard in the paint. I have I have went off the rails, off the deep end on GameStop from from a long time ago. And you know what? It's all catching up to them, you know, and, you know, the business practice can't last forever. But, you know, you've got to reinvent yourself when you're a business like this. And uh, I, you know, I wish him well. I hope it works out for him. I, I do feel bad about all the people who lost their job and all the people who continue to get shafted by him. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. But in the end, um, you got to give credit where credit's due. And I think it's good that they're reinventing themselves and coming back with some sort of a social gathering and bring people in. Now, if they can only fix their fucking prices and fix their business models, like, yeah, bring all the people in and have them hang out. That's great and everything. But the last thing I want is to be sitting there playing a retro console and then having fucking, you know, Billy Bob come over and just be like, hey, do you really like that game? Are you like that Mario Kart game? Would you like to pre-order the new one that's coming out in a couple months? Bro, fuck off. You know, we're not trying to get. And that's the thing. That's the model. Like they're forced to do that. It sucks. So I don't know. I like to see where it goes. I remember. I remember back in the day, and this actually makes me happy to see that they're doing something like this. Because back in the day, we used to go to the video game store and it really was like a social gathering. It really was like a hangout. And you honestly, you could walk into a software store and you could talk to the person that's working there, the person behind the counter, or maybe some customers or people that were there. And you could learn something. You could, you could ask a question and then everyone would kind of chime in and bounce stuff off you. And you would like you would learn something and you would meet people. And in fact, you'd become friends with some of these people and see them there. Like when you show up, like, oh, they're there here. Oh, cool. Hey, hey, hey. It was really cool. It was a social gathering. I remember going into software, etc. cetera, uh, uh, eBay, eBay games, game crazy, even back in the day. Um, yeah. Babbage's remember Babbage's and then um, our video store when I was a kid, video land. Um, yeah. Anyone in the Northwest would know video land. And, uh, but we all have our own stores. Everyone, all of us have our own store where that is a memory. I think that's really, really cool. So the fact that they're trying to do this again, that's exciting. Um, what's going on with Amazon? They acquired the gaming database IGDB, it's the Internet Games Database. They acquired this. They just recently bought it. Started in 2015 by a small team of people in Sweden, IGDM is designed to be a know-all be-all for video game databases. Uh, info, comprehensive info, and much, much more. It's a great site. Um, Amazon bought it, and what they say is they're planning to use it to help better their search engine within Twitch. Hopefully helps out 
uh, with searching and finding games, stuff like that. Uh, that's great. And hopefully that will help in my feed instead of it showing me nothing but Fortnite and Rocket League. Every time I fucking log in there or PUBG. Um, Amazon said it will be used for the discovery feature. So we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully that does some good stuff there. Uh, yeah, you ever been uh, driving down the road and then all of a sudden you just see an entire interstate full of dice? Yeah, the world's largest dice roll. It really happened. A truck spills gaming dice. Kotaku reported on this Friday, September 13th. A truck bound for Georgia based tabletop video game company Trivium Studios took the corner a little too hot. And around the corner they went and spilled a whole shitload of dice. Oh my God. 216,000 gaming dice on the Interstate 75 in Atlanta. Truck was carrying three pallets of uh, these six sided gaming dice for use in an unannounced tabletop game, so a new game that they've been working on. Wow. Trivium representative says that the company says that they plan to unveil the game at a later date. Uh, <laughs> they were planning to launch the game around 2020, beginning of 2020, but they said, although it's unfortunate, nobody was hurt, and it's really not a big deal. So uh, we now have the unofficial world record for the largest dice roll in history yes you do here's a screenshot we grabbed of uh the dice everywhere here we are look at that yep that's a rough one that's a rough one cool looking dice though i like the colors i like the colors i like the colors And that is it for our gaming news. Give winner. it up. How about that? Winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Yes. History, Bob. Uh, I didn't talk to you, Siri. Why are you turning on? I said, yes, Siri, Bob. It's, yeah, I did. When I said that, my phone's like, do <laughs> well, I haven't talked to you. <laughs> yes, sir. Re Bob. I'm going to have to break, break it down completely. How about some tech news? We got some tech news to talk about here. Uh, Amazon. Oh man. Yeah. 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 As I was writing this article, uh, I knew I could spend a lot of time on this. You know, what? I'm going to probably do a Heine house after party talking about this because it's so important. Again, another, Another bit of um, tech stuff that needs way more context. Uh, Amazon is launching music HD streaming. Oh, well, what does HD streaming mean, Jason? Well, let me just tell you. So Tidal is 20 bucks. They have HD audio. Uh, Q-O-Buzz. I've never heard of this company before, but they have an HD streaming service for 25 bucks a month. And those are about the only two that really do full lossless high quality audio streaming. Uh, but Amazon is planning on joining the fresh. They're going to jump in the party and they're going to do HD audio for 13 bucks a month. Now I did my best to look up comprehensive audio streaming, like comparisons. And honestly, there's none they, they don't really exist. If anything, they're going to find like Apple music, Spotify, Amazon title, iHeartRadio. You're going to find all these 
companies, but you're just going to find like how much they cost, um, how many songs are in the library, you know, stuff that is important. But when you're listening to fucking audio, right? If you're listening to audio, you kind of want to know what the quality of the audio is. I don't know. Kind of important. I mean, like when I'm picking a video to watch, I'm probably going to pick Blu-ray over a VHS tape. Probably because the Blu-ray looks the best. Why is that important? But the quality of the audio is, is and it, so as you see, I'm panicking here. This is, as you see, I have a lot of context to talk about. So, uh, yeah, I did my best to kind of look stuff up and I couldn't find anything about the quality of all these, uh, um, streaming services. And I'll be honest, the quality of the streaming services pretty much across the board is dog shit. It's terrible. And uh, a lot of people, A, don't know, B, don't care, C, can't tell the difference. So that's why it's not really a huge deal. Oh, oh, and four, people are listening to them on shitty ass earbuds all day long. No disrespect to you if you're using earbuds. I'm just saying that the quality that you get in earbuds is not very good. Not as good. And sometimes there's a convenience factor. I understand there's a space limitation. You can't walk around with these fucking headphones all day. Like, I get it. I understand. I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying that the quality that you're going to get, there's a contributing factor and that's the quality of your streaming and the quality of your medium. And then the quality of your actual hardware, of the devices you're listening to. And usually they're so piss poor shitty. Anyway, you're not even going to be able to tell. So that's, that's also the problem. Now, if you're, listening to music on big speakers or things like that, or the home theater system, and you're listening to 96 K from fucking Apple, Apple music or whatever it is, you know, you're going to, you're going to find that. Oh yeah. It sounds like dog shit. Cause you're actually going to hear those. Uh, you're going to hear the data loss again. I'm going to talk about, I think I should talk about this. I should really do a comprehensive breakdown of MP3 and audio and streaming and all this on a Heine house after party. I think I'll do that. I'll put that on my list. But anyway, Amazon is launching HD audio and they're coming lossless. So that's pretty nice. And um, we'll see how that goes. 13 bucks a month is pretty competitive. That's very competitive. Um, there is a scam going on right now with Venmo. And I, I'm actually new to Venmo. Venmo is a uh, PayPal owned company. And Venmo is used to send and receive and request uh, money and transfer money. Kind of like PayPal. Hmm. Makes sense. It's owned by PayPal. They they bought the company. But it's a way for you to, to basically use your contact list in your phone. Instead of like a PayPal account with a PayPal email, you can just do it through text message. It's very convenient. Uh, I recently sold something on OfferUp, and I used uh, this uh, for transferring the money. It was great. They, they sent me the money, went into my account. I transferred to my bank account. It worked great, just like PayPal. It was really fantastic. However, be careful, folks, because there is a scam... That is going around. Scam reportedly sends users a text message claiming their Venmo account is going to be charged. And the only way to cancel this charge is to withdraw. Oh, any way to cancel this is to log in and decline this withdrawal charge. All right. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, users are prompted to enter their personal information on a website that has a similar graphic colors. And it looks like the real Venmo website. Company statement, and I quote, Venmo also never sends user email. Venmo never sends user emails requesting information of this nature. Whenever someone suspects they are targeted of spam or of potential scam, for example, posting as Venmo, they can contact spoof 
at paypal.com. S-P-O-O-F at paypal.com. Folks, I have sent so many fucking spoof emails from my PayPal email to that email address. I have forwarded so many fucking spoof emails to them. So anytime you get anything like that, either on Venmo or PayPal, just forward it over to spoof at paypal.com and uh, let them know about it. It's good to let them know about it. <clears throat> speaking of more bullshit, speaking of, of more hack and uh, hack and bullshit, Chrome extension ad block is fake. Bruh. What? What? Uh, don't get it twisted. I know a lot of people use Adblock. They have it on their Chrome extension, but this one is a little different. It's by a different company. It's named the same, and it looks the same. It's trying to be tricky and sneaky, those fuckers. Um, this was reported by the team behind AdGuard. That is a real Adblock extension for browsers, reported in a blog post this week that two popular Adblocking extensions found in the Google Chrome web store web store are in fact completely fake we have to be vigilant people we have to be aware of this despite being used by millions of users folks log in and turn this shit off the two extensions are this it's called adblock all right a lot of them are called adblock but you have to look at the company the the extension is called adblock the company is it's by adblock inc adblock inc and the other one is ublock by Charlie Lee. Charlie Lee, you fucker. It misleads users by mimicking names of two real ad blocking. Yep, it sure does. Um, as well as names of the developers behind the extension. Oh, so maybe not Charlie Lee. It may not actually. So that's a real developer. Oh, I don't know for sure. But Charlie Lee, hopefully you're uh, you're either not being a shady motherfucker or I'm sorry that your name got uh, taken. But uh, yeah, so users have reported these extensions as fake. Google has seemingly yet to take any action. I really think they need to crack down on that. And they need to make more of a uh, an application process for this, man. The shit is like out of control. And, you know, this is a good PSA for everyone. Right now, take a moment. Go to your web browser. Go to, especially if you're on Chrome, go to Chrome right now. Go to your settings, go to more tools and go on extensions and then go through there and delete and unauthorize and get rid of any extensions that you do not use, you're not using, or you do not recognize. Get rid of all that shit. Great PSA for everyone right now. That would be nice to do. Uh, some news about Google, FedEx, and Walgreens. They partnered up. They teamed up. The big google Google's sister company, Wing, that's their sister company, they announced that they would be partnering with FedEx and the drugstore chain Walgreens to bring autonomous drone deliveries in the U.S. in October. It's really fappening, folks. It is fappening. I put, a, I put a couple paragraphs in here because this is really important. I want you guys to know about it. It's a pilot program, and it will be launched in Christianburg, Virginia, one of the two testing areas that is currently um, happening. Uh, Wing has been testing this technology for years. Very interesting. I I mean, we've known that they've been like, we've known that like Amazon's working on their drones and Google's working on drones, but like, here we are. Like shit is happening. It's here. Um, Wing has been certified by the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, 
to become what it says the company's first to offer autonomous drone deliveries. This is really, really fascinating. Uh, people expecting packages from FedEx will be able to choose to get their deliveries made via drone, assuming they live in the uh, the area that they deliver and uh, where wing is designated, or you can have it delivered by normal, by truck. Uh, Walgreens customers will be able to order products such as non-prescription medicine and have them delivered by drone. So yeah, you can't have your Viagra delivered via drone, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Um, Walgreens said that in a release that 78% of the U.S. population live within five miles of one of its stores. Wow, holy shit. How many stores do they have? That's a lot of stores. Um, the drone, some tech specs here. Um, the drones can currently make round-trip flight for about six miles, traveling about 60 miles an hour. Wow, can carry around three pounds. Um, Wing, uh, during this pilot, will not be charging a delivery service fee for it. There will be after the pilot, but currently they will not be. I have a screenshot of what this little thing looks like. Looks pretty fancy. And uh, there you go. Get your wing on. Looks pretty cool. Fantabulous. I think that's uh, insane. Insane. We're living in a world that is going to be Autonomous, aided by autonomous. Whether you like it or not, it's coming. I don't want the robots to take over the world. And when they when they do, I don't want them to kill me first. I was, look at my house, it's full of tech. I'm trying to love you. Don't kill me first. When the real dolls come alive, when they, when they turn on and start walking around, it's all downhill. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to jump into our community event. Every two weeks, we have a community event that is held in our Discord. I come up with a hashtag. Uh, this last two weeks was hashtag my angry game. It was a game that uh, you, you were to think about and to post a picture or share a memory about in Discord in our podcast chat. Uh, talking about a game that pissed you off, that drove you to the edge. And... Um, Although we had way more uh, people participating on the My Happy Game, uh, we still had, I think, me and Digital Rhino threw down on our My Anger Game. And I think that's good to note because that just means that we're a bunch of happy gamers. That we're not all mad all the time about, about shit. But let me tell you, I'm going to pop this up here because you know what? My Angry Game, I'll pop this up here. Bayou Billy on NES. The Adventures of Bayou Billy. And I was super happy about renting this game and getting this game because it was by Konami. I was playing Castlevania. I was playing Contra. I was playing Jackal. I was playing all these great Konami games at the time. I'm thinking, dude, look at this. The dude's got a, he's got a knife. He's fucking ripped. He's got this Jeep down there. He's fucking taking crocodiles. He's punching them in the face. He's got the chick there. He's saving her. Like this is a game for me. I'm by you, Billy. I'm, I, I'm ready to do this. This game is fucking terrible. Every single bit of this game is not fun at all. The hit, and you know what? It, it's actually, it wouldn't even be that bad if the hit boxes were fixed. Like, you cannot hit anything, and every enemy hits you, but you can't hit them back. It's so fucked. Play this game, tell me I'm wrong. Oh my God. And I mentioned this before, but I did a video a long time ago. One of the only videos that I posted on my YouTube channel out of the 500 videos that are up, 
where I'm genuinely like pissed. Like I did, I did angry video game nerd style. I was just so mad at this game and um, I was trying to have fun, do some comedy and stuff too, but go back and watch my video of that. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, and polyester here is like, Hey, I never heard of it. looks pretty cool though. Yeah. Try it, bro. Try it. Bruh, bruh, bruh. It's fucking terrible. And um, lastly, digital rhino Ryan. Thank you, sir, for participating. Appreciate that. Jaws on NES. Yes. Duh. LJN. Oh my God. This game is, is horrible. It really is terrible. I remember swimming around forever trying to figure out what to do. I didn't know what to fucking do. I was trying to like shoot my torpedo, my harpoon and like Jaws, but then like he, he'd go off screen and he'd come back. It was so screwed up. Yeah. He even wrote on here, like, you know, you get into a good rhythm, like killing a jellyfish, stingrays only to, crash and lose a life and then the game yeah it's all fucked up it's the very worst moment he said he still loves it though he's a trooper <laughs> it was one of the few games my parents tried out with me back in the day and <laughs> anybody got a spare conch shell yeah that's funny you know what ryan i think your parents probably tried it because they they were you know they watched jaws you know they were of age and they jaws was a huge movie huge movie so for them to play a video game like that, that was probably um, an eye opener. <laughs> no pun intended, right? But so, yeah, uh, folks in Discord here, you want to jump in. All you have to do is go to my website, heinyhouse.com, scroll to the top of the page. There's a Discord icon. You can click on it, it will open up and your tablet and your phone, your, your uh, computer, your browser, anything. It works on all platforms. Discord is great. It's just a great, it's a great, um, here's our. Here's a server, the podcast chat. We have a chat room up here. We can hang out and talk about all kinds of stuff. See, everyone's talking about stuff. There's my stream I did earlier today, playing some Far Cry. Great conversation and stuff. So you can come in and take part. Um, my website there, or just in the show notes. It's in all the show notes as well. Okay? Absolutely can get down with that and take part. Would love to have you. Um. Yes, again, uh, audio questions. If you have any audio questions, I'd love to get at them. would love to hear them. love to chat. 503-908-5490 is the phone number to get at me. We don't have any calls this episode, but still, it's out there, ready to go. Um, now, that just means that we're going to talk about the final, or the next, not the final, but the next community event. And I thought because... As of recording this, this is the first day of fall. We call it fall, but it's autumn. First, first day of autumn. I was thinking about what is a game that makes you feel the most uh, about autumn, about fall. So hashtag autumn. Let's go with that. Hashtag autumn. And maybe talk about and show a picture of maybe a game. Maybe a game that came out around this time. Maybe a game that came out almost around like the holidays, maybe Halloween time, maybe something harvesty, something, I don't know, brown and orange and leaves and weather. I See, these are all things that are sparking in my head when I think about autumn and fall. And actually I can think of, I can think of several games that really remind me of fall and I'll, I'll post them in discord as well and participate. So get on in there, put a screenshot in, maybe tell us a story, maybe a memory you have about autumn time. At the start of fall, and we can talk about it. I think that'd be fantastic. 
So thanks to everyone. Appreciate that. Uh, before we wrap up the show, of course, we need to give a shout out to everyone right here on Patreon. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to everyone who participates and supports and throws down and allows the show to continue, allows me to continue to create and be a creative being. I appreciate that so, so much. The Game Loft patrons, Brandon, George, Aaron, Weldon, Tammy, Sam, Luke, and Ryan. Much love to everyone. Really, really appreciate that. In fact, actually, I have to move. Where's Andrew? There he is. I'm going to move Andrew up. I see you down there, brah. I'll move you up there to the main floor. We'll get you in there, buddy. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, so shout out to all the subs uh, on Twitch as well. Shout out to uh, all the Discord peeps, the Nitro Boosters. And um, make sure to give me a call, 503-908-5490. Don't forget to, you know, review the podcast and hang out with us uh, every week right here, heinehouse.com. I'm going to leave you again, as I do every episode, leave you with one of my songs. This is a song that I composed back in the day in 2012. Again, another one off of my video game remixes album. I'm kind of playing, I'm just going right down the list, man. I'm playing those. They're fantastic. I really I'm excited about this song because I wanted to, I was heavy into Wii Sports, right? I wanted to do some Wii Sports remixes. This is one that I call Ready Position. And it's a remix of Wii Sports Tennis. But you might say, well, Jay, there's no music when you're playing tennis in Wii Sports. True. But when you're picking your players and you're teaming up, when you're waiting there's music that plays and this is that music. Of course, you can find this right on my uh, website, honeyhouse.com, or you can just go and, uh, you know, download it um, on uh, my band camp. It's all over the place. So make sure to get in there and uh, give it a listen. Let's see if this plays. What play here? Sure. will. ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out. Have a wonderful night, and we'll see you next week. Bye now.
Yeah, and of course, I have no idea why it all fucking cutting out left and right there. Just go to my website. You want to hear it <laughs> without all that bullshit. <laughs> Thanks, kid, guys. See you later. Bye.